You're listening to the Wall Street Debts Podcast. This podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes and should not be taken as any financial advice. Any stock tickers listed or companies talked about should not be taken as sound financial advice to invest in these companies. This podcast is strictly for entertainment and the enjoyment of those creating it and those listening to it. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Wall Street Debts Podcast. This is episode four, and today we're going to be talking about the government protections against evictions and firing of workers that went in late July, early August. And we are also talking about the jobless claims that are increasing, but jobless unemployment numbers decreasing. So we're going to dive on into that today. As always, it's Burb here, and I'm here with David, Marley, and GT Gold. And today we're just going to dive right into these topics and uh, just get a start on them because we're a little little late, late recording this time around. So we got to gotta really get going with this podcast. So we'll just go ahead and start with the government protections against evictions and firing workers. Anybody want to weigh in on that topic? Absolutely. So this this shit on the national level, at least all of this eviction relief. And, like, the, the firing and everything, it's supposed to end July 25th. Like, at least on the national level, that's that's covering a majority of, you know, good old U.S. of A. But uh, at least there's there's states like New York and California. I'm sure there's other, I haven't looked into it uh, for the other states, but I'm sure Washington or Oregon, you know, they're, they're going to be right along with uh, along with them. Um, protecting them even further, but July 25th, that gives uh, landlords and renters, um, or rentees, sorry, the ability to start their evictions that day, uh, 30 days notice, uh, which will then pretty much fuck over, screw over everybody who's been relying on this. It's pretty comical, in my opinion, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's it's going to be one of those things where it's it's a start of something. It's like the as soon as July uh 25th hits, all of these other things are going to go into play, right? Like so for example, like one guy gets evicted or maybe an even a, a couple of people get evicted, that's less people going to their local business. Uh, it's less people contributing to the local economy. And I'm sure we're going to see these evictions, especially being hit in like the poor, uh, lower, I guess, maybe like southern states. I don't know. But the more less wealthy states are going to be the most affected by this. And they don't have the like the tax dollars to really provide housing for any of the uh, current evictions or the new evictions. So since you guys obviously know a decent amount about this, does this actually does this apply to all of the like coronavirus relief, including student loan payment? This is strictly for the protections that that just involve evictions and firing of workers. Um, this doesn't necessarily go towards. Uh, I, I assume you're talking about like unemployment benefits. 
No, not unemployment benefits so much uh, as the fact that like moratorium. Yeah, the student loan stuff's different. Oh, I don't know a whole lot about the student loan stuff. Personally. I just know that like uh this last semester they uh were like, Hey, you know, you don't gotta worry about any uh any student loans, you don't gotta worry about anything like that. Like everything's just basically put on hold until life goes back to normal. So I was curious with all this if that will be like resumed or if that's still gonna be on hold for the uh foreseeable future. Personally, I haven't read anything about that. I haven't seen articles uh, specifically stating anything about the student loan portion, but also I haven't been looking for that, you know, to be fair. So as of what I know, the the specific uh, forgiveness that was put into place was interest payments. It wasn't necessarily, like, I don't think it was the actual loan itself. It was just interest payments. So there has been talk of like maybe adding in some other like, oh, you can get $10,000 or $20,000 or something like that off of your current like total student debt. But in terms of forgiveness, I don't think there's any uh, date set in stone. Well, let me tell you how let me tell you how mine worked real quick. So what it was and what I've actually noticed or when how I noticed it was I was going to like fill out my schedule for next semester and I was doing all that and then they sent me an email like hey you haven't registered yet and in the past to register you have to be like a clear balance for that semester like it's either all paid course, yeah. either with student loans or anything like that and usually I have to pay in because I don't get enough in student loans to cover the cost of my semesters in student loans and scholarships i usually end up paying in a little bit more in the end however due to the fact that this was just this whole coronavirus thing and the fact that they were doing stuff with student loans i could register without even having to like look at the balance of what i owed and everything they're pretty much just like hey everything's wiped for this semester you can just go ahead and register so i actually waited like a month to register until they started sending emails like hey why aren't you registered yet just because i thought oh, i gotta pay into this and then it was registered. I mean, it just let me. I guess they kind of just wiped everything for this last semester. And that's what I was curious about. Like, how long is that going to go on for before they're like, oh, hey, by the way, you owe us for like three semesters. That's, and that's the thing I was going to ask. Are they tacking it on to the uh, the end, I guess, you know, per se, of their, their little thing that they're doing with protection? Because right, most... Uh, renters or uh, sorry, rentees are just like they're going to tack it on to the end of uh, you know once basically for the renters at least once July twenty fifth hits they owe <laughs> all of those months in rent. Uh, I don't I I don't know how they're doing it like if it's one lump sum or if it's you know they can make just kind of like break it down into payments along monthly for the next year or something like that, but. I'm wondering if that's the same thing with the student debts, uh, student debts as well. I imagine this place really likes my money, so I imagine yeah, well, they'll tack it on the next institutions, semester. Institutions, especially you know, if you're going for for-profit for colleges uh, as well, even even if they're not for-profit, they still got to make their money. You know what I mean? They they got to stay afloat somehow. Um, so I would I would assume that uh, all you know businesses and and rentees and student uh sorry uh colleges universities this that and the other are going to need to get all of that money back 
at some point. It's just a matter of how they're going to go about it. Without a doubt, like colleges, they're not charities, and I, I've I've definitely learned that the hard way. Like it's it's been brutal with the whole uh, just. I mean, they stick it to you. Like they've hidden fees into my bills to where my bills are actually more expensive every semester just because of like stuff in the past, like a student body. Like we built a new stadium. So what they did was they had the current students vote on how they're going to pay for the stadium. And they decided that they were going to instate a like stadium fee on all incoming students until the stadium's paid off. So oh, I pretty yeah. much get screwed over for an extra like thousand or 500 bucks every semester. It's hidden in my bills under like recreational fees. And we have a rec <laughs> center. So recreational fees are, you know, like it's like 40 bucks to use the rec center with your student tuition and stuff. And I can use it year round. But then, the, you know, they know they threw this in there with it to where it's like, oh, yeah, your rec fees and everything. You're paying for this stadium, but you get free tickets. But I don't like football. Hell yeah. So I'd be happy with, you know, the stadium burning down. But, you know, that's just I'm not going to burn down the stadium for the books in case somebody comes back and they're like, huh, why did our stadium burn down? It wasn't me. I would probably do something more diabolical. But listen, Burb, that's but, the price you fucking pay for going to college. That's a fact. Like college is for losers. Like just trade options. I can lose all my money there. Like if exactly. I would have put all that, if I would have put all that money in options, I'd be in the same position. I'd just be happier. Bunch of worthless positions. <laughs> yeah, my positions are all worthless. But what? A short Tesla, right, Bird? I'm gonna short Tesla, dude. It's at like it's at like 90 RSI on the daily, and I'm just I'm it. gonna do it. I'm gonna you know. In honor of Elon selling short shorts, I'm short in Tesla. You're gonna regret it. It's gonna. It's gonna I might. Kick you in the ass. If I if might, we'll see. Tesla will go like the 1600. I, <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys make sure you get your Tesla calls now because, of course, not financial advice for people listening. Just the degenerates in this group that would actually He's listen gone. to me. This is not get your Tesla calls now because I'm buying puts, so it's gonna it's gonna go up. You know it. Just buy right, shares, guys. I should still, dude. I can't afford shares. What do you? I couldn't afford a share of Macy. Fractional shares, Robin. Oh yeah, the fractional shares. Is that? Is that? Hold on, let me check that. I had fractional shares in Tesla when it was seven hundred dollars, and I sold them. (laughs) I had shares in Tesla when it was seven hundred dollars, and I sold at eight hundred. You're an idiot. We're not all big ballers like y'all. Some of us are in college working for you know five bucks an hour and getting three hours a week. So. And we have fixed an motorcycles and Broncos and stuff. And you know what I put it in? I put all of my winnings into NCLH right before the... Oh, like, my God. Tough. It was horrible. Right before they said, cruises are no longer a thing. It was literally <laughs> the top. I bought the top on cruises. No, you go go buy American, right? That's, you know, buy Dude. American. I had a... I had a coworker that bought the very top of fucking Southwest, and he, nice. just, he held What's it. Southwest he just kept today? holding. Hold. It just got worse and worse. I mean, oh yeah. I guess he finally, been holding he for like three years. It. He got rid of it. Oh yeah, he did. He Golden sure did. Did he? Oh man, it was it was bad. It was brutal. He thought. <laughs> Yeah, he got rid of it at like fucking I I want to say at least thirty, maybe like roughly thirty dollars, maybe thirty one. He bought it at the very top after the coronavirus thing, though, like maybe fucking forty. 
And he, like, not a small amount. Not a small amount by any means. American's still going down. It's at twelve seventy five. I should have held those $13 puts. Ugh. Let's see. Yeah, what's, well, uh, we, all, we all regret. Listen, that's the, that's the thing. We don't, we don't look back, right? We don't look back. I think they expired like three weeks ago, so it doesn't really matter. I bought the peak. Just, I bought puts I'm... at the peak, and y'all came at me. You're like, don't short American, you know? Everything. <laughs> where, the entire market. Where's the entire market's at 90 RSI. You know what? You know what? That day that we had that 1,900-point drop, I was in all puts. And that was after Marley was like, permabull, you know, stocks only go up, blah, blah, blah. I was like, you know what, Marley? I don't care what you think. And then I made money, and then it's been sideways, and I lost money on calls in. I was going to say, yeah. (laughs) It's been rough, but I mean, I I am proud of that the day that I was in all puts on the 1,900-point drop. because I What was the strike on those puts? What was the strike? I know most of them were seven seventeen, I think. Um, what? Wait, what tickers left? Okay, so I had American Airlines. I had um, I had TNA. I may have had a little bit of Macy's. TNA was the big one. Um, I want to say it was just mainly those three. Retail, retail was doing insane. I want to say last month, they were just fucking on it, dude. They were growing exponentially i was and then so all mad sudden, at myself it's just once once it came down like all the states decided no nah, you know what we're too many too many more infections we're not doing this anymore i don't know everything's sideways again it looks sideways to me you know what's you know what just infuriates me is the fact that Right before Macy's, okay, so I'd been focusing on some completely other stock, and I didn't even think about Macy's. I played Macy's religiously. Every single day, I would have at least one contract of Macy's going one way or the other. I always said, Macy's under $5, free money. So <laughs> whenever Macy's went up to $12 or 11 let's see, what did it close at? Okay, so it peaked at 11:15. Whenever it went up to 11:15. And I had just completely forgotten about it. And then I got notifications because Kramer was saying something on Macy's or something like that. I was so mad at myself because I'm always playing Macy's. And then it like doubled. And I was like, what the hell was I thinking? Why wasn't I looking at Macy's? Burb, I want to know what the decision is where you go. Yeah, I'm going to make Macy's my home stock. That's what I'm going to play. I'm going to specialize. Because Macy's is legit. Okay. Macy's is not ticker. It's ticker is M. It's one letter. It's one of them cornerstone stones. It's one of the cornerstone stones. It's absolutely a stone. The price action on Macy's never makes any fucking sense. Macy's is perfect because Macy's, every time it's overbought, it comes down. Every time it's oversold, it goes up. It's perfect. I've played the ups and downs on that thing for like two months or not two months yeah probably about two months from like march up until it took off here and you know i just completely stayed out of it because i'm a retard but but macy's is just perfect love here's it. the thing, another thing with macy's. why would you buy puts on macy's why would you not just short it on margin because it's such a low cost stock you're better off just shorting directly i don't even know what that means so yeah, but it's so wonderful sideways I can't I can't get margin. You guys gotta understand. I got like a two hundred dollar account here. Okay. Robin doesn't give margin to anybody. No, yeah, no, I have under like a thousand dollars account and I'm back down to twenty dollars now. <laughs> nice. Actually, <laughs> I think like I'm my accounts. Hold on, let me check. 
I haven't. Up. So I haven't. To be fair, I have not been able to like actively trade in the past like three weeks. Why? Ah, dude, fucking work bullshit. Oh shit! I'm down to four dollars. Okay, you know what? Anyway. <laughs> Last four. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so I started at twenty. I got up to like two hundred. Then I got up to like seven hundred fifty, and I was like, you know what? Let's keep this train going. And I, dude, I dropped back back down to like one ninety, one eighty, back up to six hundred, and now I'm at. That's so, uh, hey, Wall Street debts. What's up? How do you trade with so little money? I don't know how you guys do it. It's because we trade stuff it's, like Macy's. You guys are exactly, trading like these baller exactly. stocks like Amazon. But that's what I love about Macy's. I can trade stuff like Macy's and Apache and like Ken Ross Gold. Or, What's the point? Oh, God, Ken Ross. Ken Ross lost <laughs> me a lot of money. My trade Dude, Ken Ross alone, took my buddy's account. Trade. Like, okay, <laughs> well, that's why we trade on Robinhood, okay? Hey, oh, listen, yeah, that's Marley. Evil. Marley Canadians. Psh. Yeah, Marley. No, what, Marley, what do you even use? Quest trade. Quest trade. Isn't Ugh. that the one that killed someone? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But Robin it's, it's, killed. It's the second lowest fees in Canada. But even then, like ten dollars is normal. That's what it is on Thing or Swim, isn't it? Fucking in and out, ten bucks for what? Five dollars. Commission. In, $5 yeah. Fuck no. Tasty works is like a dollar. What is Thing or Swim, GT? Thinkorswim is not ten dollars for commission. Wait, so ten dollars per contract? No, per whole trade. Doesn't matter how many buy. It's definitely less. Yeah, there's no way, dude. Ten dollars is, is is astronomical in. I know in it's really American high. American trading. I know. Keep in mind, it's Canadian money, so it's pretty much worthless. It's in the denomination of the trade. <laughs> Oh, so you American. pay ten dollars in either American or Canadian dollars? Yeah, if I'm trading a Canadian ticker, it's ten dollars. Canadian, if it's an American ticker, it's ten dollars. Oh my god! Dang, just get like a PO box in America and just like do some, you oh, know, for real. Yeah, well, type the, stuff. the thing is the social security number too. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. Yep. Just tell somebody else's America. social security number. Marley, get that green card. That girl, yeah. green card. Do it just for cheaper trades. Do it. Well, I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> if a tra- I need to make at least. Fucking ten dollars and ninety cents on a trade to become profitable or something. That so like, insane. I yeah, there's no I point in playing that. a fucking penny with options. Uh, just play the stock directly. You're gonna play something. So I've well. dude, I've had, I've, I've had. Oh my god, I couldn't even imagine having to take that much. Like I, I've had profits of two dollars before, where I was like, fuck yeah, like that's two dollars. That's how well, I was. Fuck that. Stock. I worth my fucking time. Fucking, you know, uh, Sis, the other Canadian. Oh God! His trade fees, <laughs> his trade fees in June were like twelve hundred dollars. Oh my God! Uh, how much did he make? Hopefully he, more than twelve. He made a bunch of fucking money. He had he had those LK lottos. The, mm, the oh uh, my God! Him and fucking Larry, dude, with the LK. Dude, it was free money. And then it got delisted. Told told everybody it, it's free money. But anyway, fucking, Dude, he made like 5,000% on the LK play. I wish I could have got LK. I tried, but they wouldn't let me do it on Robinhood, and I didn't want to refund my Tasty. I bought calls when they reopened, and that was a terrible mistake. All I did, I bought 100 of the 100 shares when they reopened, and then I sold them, and I shorted 100 shares. I'm like, I'm done. I bought shares, yeah. I bought one share. I made $3. I'll take it. <laughs> 
dude, what I like, I like the penny stocks. Like, you know, you guys with all your big stocks, you're like, oh, I made a hundred dollars here off of. Listen, penny stocks listen. are garbage. Penny stocks are great. Okay, I was playing. I told you all about that Visilink play like a few weeks ago. Man, whatever, I was up like three hundred percent in like two days. The listen. Wow, it's up thirty cents. The best thing. The best <laughs> listen, thing. It was. When it was when it was a penny, I don't I don't even know. I haven't looked at it in in on at least like a month. But ACB, goddamn Aurora uh, Cannabis. I had that right when they reverse split, and I sold my shares at seven dollars, and it went down to five, and I Fuck felt like man. a genius. And then it went up to twenty, and I was like, oh. and that's the thing. I was in them when they were like eighty cents. I was in them when they were seventy cents. Yeah. Okay. What about back when they were one hundred and seventy dollars? Bro, don't even <laughs> listen. Don't look that? back. Okay, don't look. Hey, no, 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 no. That, that, that's been the weed stock days. Wait, when, when were they one hundred seventy dollars? When? What was when they he was joking. Look at the chart. I'm not. They were fucking huge valuations, like, dude. It's like when they opened. What What happened in January of 2018? Was it IPO. just a giant? That was the oh. weed stock IPO. They all launched. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I huge business in Canada. People made millions off of like a thousand bucks. Oh yeah. It was Sorry, 127 was insane. the top or something like that. It doesn't matter what it was. It was it was more than twenty dollars. That's all that matters. See, you gotta keep you gotta keep in mind that this is like factoring in the reverse split. So like if you gotta divide it by like fourteen or whatever they split it by to get what it is actually worth. So it's not actually twelve dollars right now. It's like point. Oh, I can't do math. So the peak in the last five years was one hundred and fifty dollars and three cents. So the reverse split was one for twelve. So if you divide one hundred and fifty by twelve, that was the actual peak. So it's around the same price. Yeah, but that doesn't matter if you have the same amount of equity in it. Exactly. It's it's the equity that matters, Re- regardless of reverse split. If if you have the same equity, you have the same amount of money involved in that stock. Aurora cannabis has been so sideways. Equity, equity is where it's at, boys. Percentage and and everything is where it's at. Yeah, baby, trade those penny stocks. Exactly. Well, no, no, not exactly. No, fuck penny stocks. Penny stocks are great. Shut your mouth. Get the fuck it. Yo, so for real, like when I first, I'm talking first started trading, uh, it had to be I think 2017 is when I really like first started trading. I got into a penny stock. I think it was EGYA. It was some weird ass oil company in Dubai, based out of Dubai. Um, go fucking figure. First, you know, red flag. Uh, and and they're you know, of course, a brand new trader getting into fucking stock twits. Uh, it was fantastic. <laughs> they fucking taught me so much. And they were like, oh, EGYH yeah, you is gotta blow up. EGYH is gonna blow up. And I, I bought like a thousand shares, and there I think they were like point zero zero two cents each, some shit like that. So granted, I spent like twenty bucks, maybe a hundred bucks to like tops, but like that, that shit was delisted like three months after. That. Well, they trained you to be a good bag holder, <laughs> dude. I traded <clears throat> Chesapeake Energy religiously whenever I started. Like oh, that was Chesapeake. my that was my big winner. Walnut brain. What the dude, fuck? I would I would buy Chesapeake at like a dollar fifteen, and I'd sell it at a dollar forty, and I was just straight balling. I was like, oh, yeah, this is where it's at. And then I got into more penny stocks. I would go on uh, tradingview.com, 
and I'd do the screener and I'd find what had dropped the most in that day. I'd go find stuff that dropped like 20 or 40% and I'd just go buy into whatever penny stock, whatever was under $2 and it dropped 40%. And that this was my trading strategy. Traders think. That's wild. <laughs> that's how I made my money. Yeah, and then I lost exactly all in options. They see Hertz dumping like, I got to buy. It's gone down so much. It can't go lower. It cannot go Dude, okay, so I told y'all, did I talk about last week about my uh, GNC, just like haha LOL play that I was think I was talking to the Swede and I was like, I'm gonna buy it. I did that whenever they <laughs> whenever they uh filed for chapter eleven bankruptcy, I was like I looked at it and it was down like twenty five percent and I was like, All right, now's my time to shine. Let's do this. <laughs> I bought in after hours. I bought in after hours and I was like all right, lol. Only like ten shares. I made like seventy percent on that trade overnight. Like as soon as I got in, it shot up like thirty percent in the after hours, and it was up like another thirty percent in the pre market. I made like seventy percent holding that overnight just because I was like, haha, watch this. Robinhood traders are <laughs> stupid, and I, I didn't think it would actually happen, but it did. And I was like, oh, I should have brought more. Wilmin had been pumping GNC for like two months, and now he's banned by the SEC. <laughs> yeah, Who is? Oh, Will Mead. Where is he? I think. Like there's rumors going yeah, around. He's, he's, he's hold up. This is the last time he's what? posted. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, like Will Mead is like this like thin twit guy who he's just like says, he's like yeah he's like he's the most popular one yeah he he is he's and he's like he just posts like random stuff like oh if you buy this now you'll get twenty percent gains or whatever like garbage he's, like that pump he and just dumps. pump stocks. He's like yeah, exactly. uh, Jordan that's Belford. All, that's all Twitter fucking, you know, stock market fucking investors and bullshit users do is they pump. That's it. Listen, this is what I want to say. If Skya Jackson can dox kids, surely I can pump stocks and that's okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Listen, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. <laughs> he hasn't posted since June 24th. <laughs> yeah, that's when he has yep, to there's a wave it. of... Yeah, I said there's a wave of selling that's about to hit the stock market at well, CNBC. Well, here's the thing with Mead. Is remember, I mean, GC's going to remember this for sure. In April and May, he was bit, he must, that's when like Flow Algo popped and he was posting Flow Algo plays constantly. Yep. Every day, multiple. And then it just like stopped. So I'm sure he got some shit for that. Mm -hmm. Same with uh, 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 Cheddar as well, wasn't it? Cheddar Flow? Yeah, Cheddar Flow. There's a couple of them. Like you could just mm -hmm. buy the. Like as soon as the like the tweet hit, I used to do this. You could buy it as soon as the tweet hit, and then sell it so, ten minutes later yeah. for like twenty percent. Easy, absolutely. It was it's amazing because people pump it. Yeah, because well, I mean, they're buying, and then the people are going, "Oh, they're buying." I'm just going to jack the price up, but mm -hmm. nothing. The underlying hadn't moved at all. You don't you don't have the the capital or equity to you know day trade like that. You could do that three times a week, and you come out on top every fucking time. Without a doubt. Oh, I'm here. I'm a. Uh, I was looking at Will Mead, and I just came across one of the best Twitter pages on Twitter. Oh, it's at WSD Podcast. Y'all should probably go uh, follow that. Yeah, please go follow that. Uh, you know, Shameless eventually, plug. eventually on YouTube and Twitch, you can like, subscribe. You know, all that, all the jazz. <laughs> we'll do like the whole like. Uh, I noticed that twenty percent of you aren't subscribed to me, so. <laughs> Blah blah. You should subscribe. Please make sure to like. Please like. Please, Please like. make sure to like, subscribe, and slap your mother. Oh God! I'm <laughs> telling you, eventually we're gonna get we're gonna get Twitch going, and we're all gonna hop in Discord, and fucking I I could set it all up. We'll do it. 
I'm telling you what's going to happen is we're the next Joe Rogan, without a doubt. Spotify is going to be offering us $100 million right now, oh, calling man. it. Oh, man. Uh, I can't even imagine. I can. I can absolutely imagine. But it'll never happen. But it we will have happen. We have too many people on this podcast, so we're going to have to go through and start just, like, assassinating all the people. No, not just yet. Me and GT. All guests. I'm from the Discord. There's three hosts, and you call the rest guests. You don't, they don't own anything. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. So let's see. It would be uh, GT would get the largest portion because he does all the work, and my sexy voice is what keeps this whole thing, you know, running like oh, a well-oiled right? machine. <laughs> no. Listen, this is my second podcast. I'll have you know. Oh, so why don't you shamelessly plug us in your other podcast? I'm no in general overall time. This is my second podcast. Yeah, so this you is the second gave up appearance. on the first one. Oh, it's your second in appearance in this podcast. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I thought you had a podcast. <laughs> oh, God, no, no. Nobody wants to hear my voice. I see, I see. I was like, man, if you have a podcast, just shamelessly plug us. All I need to do is get extremely drunk and just ramble. <laughs> that's that's really the best case scenario. I figure that's what Joe Rogan does, except with like DMT or some shit. Dude, he's just sitting over there smoking, and he's like, pull up a picture of a chimp. I like to like, exactly. look at those. Exactly. Uh, That's my goal. Could you imagine if, you know, the chimpanzees knew bodybuilding techniques? Be to be fair, stonk. well, not to be fair, but uh, <laughs> we have ventured very, very far off topic. Yeah. I was just about to say that after the whole bodybuilding <laughs> I, thing. I was like, I've we should probably get waiting back for on. the past, like, ten minutes for GT to be like, so... So... I just kind of wanted to see where we were going here. Like, what okay. was the natural conclusion of all I think, that? I think I Marley just... brought up fucking stocks and shit, and then it just fucking veered off, right? We're supposed to be a stock chat, so, like, let's think, talk yeah. about stocks occasionally. Like, I, yes. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Okay, so getting back to the more structured side of things, are we going to talk <laughs> about the uh, the rug pool? Rug pool question mark on our Discord page here. Or are we just oh going to blow talk over that? Discord. So oh. here's my theory. There's never going to be a rug pool. Bears are screwed. SPX 4000 by November 6, 2020. Oh, I love it. Gay bulls, get out of here. This is the bull podcast. This is the bear podcast. What did you just say about SP, uh, SPX? SPX 4000. SPY 400. By, by November when? 6th, election I day. Not. I think Absolutely. Gonna it's going to happen. No, here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. I'll break it down for you. Trump is going to do his thing. You know, whatever. Election election day comes. Sorry, I'm burping. I've had too much beer. Election day comes. Uh, he doesn't win because he's a fucking idiot. Right? Uh, and then Joe Biden wins because people are stu- too stupid to understand that there's, you know, other options. Yeah, there's kind of. And then all of a sudden, the fucking market crashes again. So SPX. Uh, <laughs> no, he said 4,000 before elections. No, 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 no. Yes, guaranteed. More, no. more years. We're going, we're gapping up 100% a night. It's easy. We're insane. I think you guys are forgetting Kanye 2020. Like, exactly. I don't endorse <laughs> Kanye, you know. Trump train, but Kanye needs to run. Kanye needs to run Democratic Party. That way, he splits the Democratic vote. First off, I'll be I'll be very uh, blunt. Uh, Joe Jorgensen, twenty twenty. 
Who? Wow. Jeb okay, Bush. Jeb Bush 2020. Jeb is weak. <laughs> Jeb. Jeb is a mess. The whole Bush family is a mess. <laughs> well, we had there was one good one, right? The old one. The old one. Was George Bush? Bush? Was like I don't think George he was Bush good. Bush. I just think he was there. Like the George one after George Bush? Yeah, W. Senior. <clears throat> Honestly, Joe. Listen, if you don't know who Joe Jorgensen is, candidate. Uh, look her up. I think it's as simple as jojorgensen.com. Not sure. Uh, big fan. I have donated. I am supporting. I will be voting for her. Yes, her in 2020. Simp. Well, November. Simp. 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 Donating to the streamer. Yeah, it's the same thing as donating to a streamer. Yeah, that's like it's donating to like... Pokemon oh my god, Pokemon or whatever your name is. Listen, you need listen like extremely libertarian views. Uh like I'm talking one hundred percent libertarian views. Is it like Gary Johnson? Whereas I think he was the guy that said license plate should be illegal, something like that. Better than Gary Johnson. Interesting. Gary Johnson was a Green Party candidate. I don't believe he was libertarian. This one is libertarian, and she is all about like everything libertarian. She hates like, roads. She hates what? No roads. roads no libertarians schools. hate roads. Yeah, um, that's the thing. Yeah, like fucking our our country should not be involved in anything uh, on the on the federal level. We should not be involved in anything at the state or county level. Like period. End of story. Like okay, that state wants to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Okay, you know what? Cool. With certain restrictions on California. She wants to abolish the ATF. Come on now. Come on. If she abolished the SEC, I'd be all for it. I'm uh, pretty sure she would. Nice. She's got that's my vote. I can vote this year. <laughs> that's how you I get can her vote, vote this year. That's how you get her votes. Abolish yeah, the ACC. That's what I'm going to do. That's you what know, I'm going to do whenever I run for president. I'm going to ask her that. I'm going to send her a message and be like, hey, would you abolish the SEC? Abolish hey, the I, SEC. She's all about free market. Free market is cool. Be like, I donated. Will you say my name on stream? <laughs> Can you write my name on the donation board when you bend over? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> well, in other news, country music icon Charlie Daniels dies at 83. <laughs> Seriously? Wait, hold up. Charlie Daniels yeah. is dead? Yeah. Charlie Connor Daniels died, died today. Who? Not I'm not Daniels. white. Do you don't know who Charlie Daniels is? Charlie Daniels fan, no. double went down to Georgia, you know, looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind. He was way behind. He was willing to make a deal. God damn it, Burb. <laughs> yeah, but also, I would do I, like, I, I would mouth the violin part, but I'm not. No. Ennio Morricone died. How about that? He's the guy who did all the music for the old westerns, spaghetti westerns, Good Bad and the Ugly. Who the fuck? Nobody knows who that what? is, Marley. He did like all the Quint- the Quentin Tarantino music that wasn't uh, just literally rap. nobody knows who that is. You know what like the song the... "Ecstasy of Gold" is. You know that song. I don't. No. You nobody hear it. You know. I mean, like maybe when the if Tumbleweed weed comes out, like yeah, that music. Yeah, he died today. The good, the bad, and the ugly theme. Yes. Nobody knows his name, but the theme. Exactly. Yeah, nobody knows who that is. Like you know. I don't. I was gonna use somebody's example, but I don't even remember his name. I heard it yesterday, but oof. 
the guy that makes the Jurassic oh. Park theme song, also known as the best theme song ever put into existence. You can't play it on guitar. Just let's get that. Let's get. I that wasn't there. about to, but I do have the harmonica <laughs> right in front of me, and I could Please play God, that no. or Country Roads. I neither. neither. <laughs> So, going... Okay, we've, again, steered way (laughs) off topic. So, going back to... (laughs) Jobless claims increasing, but jobless unemployment numbers decreasing. Are they cooking the books? Stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned for more. We'll be back tomorrow with more information on this. Uh, It's a very very interesting topic. Uh, GT and I were discussing it earlier before we started recording. Um... The I I brought up something that he didn't really think about. Maybe I don't know who else hasn't thought about this, but uh, something that's interesting is if you look at all the numbers, uh, you look basically just all the fucking data about covering the insured claims. So those are the people that actually get and receive the unemployment, which the way <laughs> also expires at the end of July, so they will not be getting that extra six hundred six hundred dollars a week. Um, anyway, all those numbers are, include the, uh, insured people who actually can claim unemployment. What about the people who, you know, can't claim that the people that are working under the book who are not, you know, being taxed on their pay, this, that, and the other, uh, that's, I think, I don't know how that, you know, ties into the numbers that are, that are actually being tracked by all the media and, and all the fact sheets and data sheets and everything. I I think there's like a large portion of just people in general just that just aren't being counted, whether it's because of that or if it's because they've just given up on work. Because for those of you who don't know, uh, the unemployment number doesn't actually... It only, it only keeps in track of people who go out to look for jobs. So let's just say you've decided to give up on looking for jobs because, uh, you know, you just think that the market's terrible for restaurant workers or whatnot, then you're technically not included in the unemployment number. In case you're employed by being unemployed, you don't give a fuck about getting a job. Yeah, exactly. like that right now, just because of that extra $600 a month, like... You see stuff all over the internet. People just complaining like, wow, you know, people aren't wanting to go back to work because they're getting this extra money. It's almost like we weren't getting a livable wage in the first place. And I understand that. Whenever I worked at Walmart as just like, you know, baseline associate, I wasn't working like a ton of hours because I was obviously I was doing like 18 hours of college. But I was uh, kind of thinking, I was like, man, how does how do people really live on this? But the thing is, is those jobs that these people have, that they're not going back to because they're not making as much. Those aren't meant to be forever jobs. Yet people are keeping them as forever jobs. Like those oh, are meant to be stepping stones or part time while you're in college or something like that. Like you're supposed to learn a marketable skill and actually like go out there and do something with your life, not just be handed things forever. So it's just it's like a stepping stone. It's not even it's not supposed to be a job forever. So people are complaining about this, like oh we're not making enough. But the thing is, is you're supposed to like you know promote or get a marketable skill or something you know you got to have some sort of drive you can't just expect everything to be handed to you all the time that's in a perfect society sure but in one where school costs too much money or any sort of training costs too much money or you can't stop working to do these things to get a marketable skill 
you're stuck. That's it's not it doesn't work. So you have to keep working to live because if you stop working, you can't live and then you can't learn and do anything. You could always promote like through the company, like even at Walmart, there were so many people that I knew that I worked with that were in like their 40s or 50s. And all they did was gripe about how much they made and they griped about doing their job. They didn't actually work like ever. They always avoided work and they just kind of, you know, sat over there and griped like all day long. But the positions you could always promote. And I mean, the promotions like through Walmart, they make a lot of money. Like my dad doesn't have a college degree. He's doing well for himself. He's obviously upper management. But the thing is, is like if you just try and you like are actually willing to to work, there's definitely avenues for you out there. You just have to actually be willing to do something. I don't know. I don't agree. Go on. <laughs> In many of these big conglomerate corporation jobs, the avenues to success within itself are usually hired out of company. And they don't even pay that much better than the worker in general until you get to upper levels. But that's that's such a small pool of worker. Like the, the what are they called? Key holders at Walmart? I don't know. The, the ones just above the cashiers, they make what? A quarter or 50 cents more an hour? Well, actually, so whenever you start working at Walmart, starting pay for just like regular people is about 11 an hour. And then if you're above them, you're looking at like, let's say 16 an hour. And then if you go out to automotive, like TLE, you're looking at, I think, 15. And then cap two, which is like stocking and stuff, that's a little bit more than just like a regular associate. So, I mean, there's there's pay bumps. Still, and whenever you all go these to, pays are not livable wages. 16 well, is not enough to live on. Well, I mean, keep in mind, maybe Marley, for you, you're, Marley, you're from Canada. You're from Canada, and we've <laughs> talked about this in the chat before. You're you living wage Canadian. It's two different things, and I would also like to add one more thing. And I know I've been talking about Walmart a lot here, but this is the job that I've spent the most time at. Is Walmart has offered a if you work there, you can do college for a dollar a day. So you're talking about you can't get an education. Well, working at Walmart, they actually offer this online college that like works around your schedule for your job at Walmart to give you this college for a dollar a day. So for $365 a year, you can do like just accredited college and get your bachelor's degree. in I think it was logistics. They didn't have finance. They had some other business stuff like management and stuff like that. But so it's specific to Walmart. It's specific it's for Walmart not, jobs. I mean, they had some stuff that was like arts, but let's be honest, anything that's <laughs> arts, a waste of a degree if you go like arts yep. history anything other than business is a waste of a degree and you shouldn't even go yeah, to if we have any that. listeners that are that are like an arts degree whether it be liberal arts or a specific arts you, you fuck off if you're doing like gender studies change your degree business is an arts degree yeah i think so, business is job, technically bud. counted as an arts degree actually you can do engineering there you can do science you can either do arts or science it just depends on what you do for like your general So like mine is a, uh, I think mine's more towards the science side because I think I'm getting like a uh, bachelor's in science through with finance because I'm doing more like uh, biologies and geology and chemistry and stuff like that as opposed to mass communication, music, or talk about your feelings. 
All businesses so, talking about your feelings, but in relation to money. I mean, money makes me very emotional. I cry every time money I see red in my account, which is every day. But this whole carrot on a stick of achieving a promotion within a shit company for a shit pay raise is asinine because management quite often leads you along because they just want you to, you know, work harder and work for free. Oh, yeah, stay for some overtime. You don't mind, right? Blah, 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 I'll give you whatever. And then, oh, no, sorry, my son needed a job. Shit like that. I, had, I have no faith in any corporation doing anything like that unless it is a skilled position. I was going to say Canadian corporation? No, it's the, Walmart's not a Canadian corporation. I hate Walmart. No, you said you had Wait, no so faith they, in any corporation. Like, Canadian. Any, they, they they, it doesn't Walmart matter. Yes, they do have Walmart in Canada. And you know what? So Canadian. in America, our Walmarts are blue, but in Canada, their Walmarts are red. Now they're blue. They used to be red. Well, the uh, my the Canadian person I know, they've always sent me pictures of Walmarts, and it's always been red. Like there's uh, probably used to there's be signs and stuff. Probably used to be. Oh, well, I don't know. Mine's blue in Ontario. I to be honest, I mean, though, like any company that's in another country than America, I think, just does a lot better in general. Like quality-wise, everything-wise. Like maybe we have more uh, stock, not not I mean like stock market stock, but I mean physical stock than other countries. But like I think they just do better all around in other countries than they do because here. There's, there's the more quality of work there as well. I think a big thing is competition. Um, Walmart, for example, we used to have two big box stores in Canada that were Canadian sellers, and there was another one. Sears to a lesser extent until the later years. And Walmart wiped out or bought out Zellers pretty much within five years of coming here almost. And then Sears went a couple of years ago. And there's no competition for Walmart anymore here. Walmart is free well, to do what fucking want. I don't shop at any of them. I will not shop at Walmart. Like, but if you even if you look at them like America, like that's that holds true here, right? Like well, it's kind target. of like, like, well, like we do have Target. Like, Target's different than Walmart, though. Like, Walmart is specifically, like, if you look at its competitors, right? Its previous competitors is probably, like, Sears competing for Walmart, I guess. Like, there, there's a couple others that are kind of not as big. But if you look at the store that, like, sells everything, sells everything for cheap, there's really only two avenues for that, and that's Walmart and Costco. And you can't really consider Costco as, like, a competitor. So well, general. I mean, like we we do have competitors, but we don't have it in the sense it's like in the sense that like Twitter Club. and Facebook are competitors. Like they're they're Sam's Club, but Sam, people really go to Sam's Club. Like I don't know uh, if it's yes. a real thing. <laughs> because Sam's Costco Club is owned around, by Walmart. So Sam's Club, yes. Walmart. Sam's, owns Club's Sam's owned Club owned by Walmart. Sam Walton put his name on Walmart and Sam's Club, and they also own own the Arvest Bank system in oklahoma and i want to say that's in arkansas too but that family owned, that is but yeah they oh well it's a bank i used to bank there i think i actually do have an account there still you but would. whenever i lived in oklahoma anywho they own uh walmart sam's and uh they own harvest that's what i was looking for and they also just bought out JetBlue, so they own JetBlue, and i think they bought out wait what they paid like they paid like billions like of dollars the airline? For JetBlue. 
Dude, no. what? Oh wait, no, iJet. You're talking about sorry, not JetBlue. Jet.com. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was Holy like... shit! I was gonna say Jet.com. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. JetBlue. No, it's weird bought, though. They like, bought that acquisition, like was kind of like they were they were trying to create their own Walmart brand, like tr- to compete with Amazon. They like created their own Walmart.com like website in a similar vein. They have third party yep. uh, sellers now similar vein they they had this subscription service and similar and then they just had jet.com just sitting there competing with walmart and i never really understood why they bought it out didn't they get rid of it though didn't they like kill jet.com yeah they just know so here's the here's the reason they bought jet.com they didn't buy jet.com for its setup or anything what they actually did and the reason they paid so much is because they got the CEO of Jet.com. So they brought him in to like the upper ranks of Walmart so that they could figure out the logistics and how to compete with Amazon and stuff like that better. The reason it was so expensive wasn't for necessarily the company in and of itself. It's because he came with the company, and he was the one that could help them compete against Amazon and stuff. So not only did they integrate all that into their own stuff, but they also had him to help point Walmart towards more of an online presence to compete with Amazon. Yeah, but Walmart's it's online presence sucks dick. Also, yeah, two things. They could just bought them. Second, their website is fucking awful and unusable. It's garbage. It really is, but well, I mean... It's like, nothing they do will make that better. Amazon is just so... Like, we... On the very first podcast, we talked about Wayfair. Nothing will ever Amazon. I like eBay better than Amazon. I mean, like, see, the thing is, Walmart, it does have, like, a pretty bad website, but, like, compared to everyone else, like, that's a reason why Amazon's so popular, right? Their website is amazing compared to everyone else, but I think Walmart, like, if, if like, Amazon's an S-tier website, then Walmart's, like, a B-tier, and everyone else is, like, a D-tier or F-tier. I gotta agree with you there. Like, I mean... I've been to some other websites and they've just been garbage. Like I don't know if you guys have ever been to the Dollar General's website or any of the other small businesses. A, a, what, but, but why do they need a website with what do they have on it? That's something I don't. Uh, I applied for a job on there. That's why. Yeah, I for that. Website. But I mean, like, can you buy shit off their website? Which I which website? Are you talking about? About? Dollar, dollar General. Dollar Let me look real quick. Wait, holy, hold on. Doesn't shipping cost more general? than a dollar? Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, it, that's not a fair comparison. I mean, unless stuff you're buying at Dollar General. Out. Stuff at Dollar General isn't actually a dollar. Like, it's called Dollar General, but it's more like a. Uh, it's like a dollar increment. Walmart markets, you know, neighborhood markets. It's like one of the small little stuff, right? Like that. Yeah, I'm on the Dollar General site right now, and it's not. Best, but let's yeah they have a cart yeah you can order stuff online that's fucking useless i'll be but, okay uh, so like family dollars and stuff with dollar tree family dollar ones like those are the ones where it's actually like a dollar like i don't I, know if you'll no, have a five below have you guys ever been to a five below i sure have and it's amazing five below is amazing i really like their business i think they could do well yep. they're actually bringing one out yeah. here to me but dollar the, what dollar they do stores work, and shit like that no nah, they don't compare to five below not at all and the thing is, is like Five Below does well because they're real modern and they've actually have like a more realistic price point. Like you go buy something yep. for a dollar, it's garbage. You go buy something for like five dollars or less, 
generally it's going to be pretty decent. Like if, you know, just like the houseware stuff, like plates and silverware and spatulas and stuff you get at Dollar General. Not even that. So, they just have cool shit, too. I bought my best Rubik's Cube from there. It's great. It's yeah, like a speed exactly. cube. I've only paid $3 for it. Great. They need to be publicly traded. I wonder if they're going to drop an IPO. I'll be I'll be honest with you guys. I got to take like a personal break real quick. I just honey mustard everywhere. <laughs> fucking everywhere. And my dogs, goddamn fucking dogs, are going crazy. I think Dollar right General is publicly traded. Best what on earth is uh, Dollar? Have Rainbow. you guys have you guys looked at Dollar General stock? Oh yeah, it's gone crazy, hasn't it? Because Dude, people assume it's at one hundred eighty-seven dollars. Because it's like whenever there's a, a recession, right? Like, what was it? McDonald's, Dollar General. Like, this was a, a really early play. I didn't get into it because I didn't believe that this was a recession. But this is a really early play. Well, here's the thing: you're looking at the price. What is the float, and what's the market cap on it? Those are two key things you got to remember. Because the price can be through the fucking roof, but the market cap can be shit. But just because there's not enough outstanding shares. Like $47 billion. I don't really know what that means. P is relatively low. 24. I like how that's relatively <laughs> low now. Yeah. <laughs> like, compared right. to, like, Nikola, like, was it 900 P? Ridiculous. Well, I mean, you still got uh, Zoom. What, what is there? 2,500? I don't know. Dollar Journal would have been a great investment five years ago. You got in for sixty-eight bucks, and it's a, peaked at one ninety, like one ninety-four, like two weeks right, ago. You got in anything five years ago before the yeah. the bull run of fucking twenty whenever. True. Whenever Trump came in, Trump's like, you know what? Let's make things happen. Yeah. Well, even yeah, even twenty sixteen, that was a great entry point. If you got in like right before, like right after the his election. Because from what I remember, there's like a massive spike down from his election because of uncertainty. And then there was a massive spike back up during his presidency. The last four years for the stock market have been great. If you're not like me and you're not a perma bear. And the next 10 years are going to be even greater. SPX 10,000. I was just going to start buying leap calls for like eight years out. You can't. Yeah. I don't think anyone I know I sells can't. it. It was That's, a joke. Imagine oh, the guys. IV on eight year <laughs> leaps. I got in God. something today. No. What was it? What was I looking at? I think I was looking at shorting Costco and the IV was like 16%. I think that's always a bad idea. Shorting. Costco, shorting Apple, shorting Amazon, and Tesla. Those, I don't. Those four, never. Just it's, they're all it's overbought. <laughs> yeah, our yeah, side does that matter? Does that matter them. to Tesla? Does that matter to Apple? Okay, let's Absolutely look. Absolutely not. Let's look. Okay, so we're looking at Tesla right here. Tesla is overbought on the weekly. Tesla's overbought on the daily. On the daily, it's at eighty-two. On the four-hour, we are at. Fuck the four-hour. Where are we at? We're at 91. On the one second. <laughs> let's see. I do three minute. I do three minute. That's that's my on the that's one my hour. Go-to. The one hour we're at 90. The three minute. Let's look at the five minute. 
At the five minute, we're actually not overbought anymore. We are at eighty five. How is right. it not overbought? Oh, what 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 on earth? It's not overbought. We were at eighty five, and it just kept going up after hours. But somehow the stock went up, and the the RSI went down. I Tesla think the SEC's... four thousand two hundred. <laughs> Tesla four twenty. Ah, oh, tisk tisk. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it in honor of the short shorts. I shall short Tesla. Yeah, but how? What's you don't have the money to short Tesla. What strike are you picking? What are you doing? Same day expiration? Like a hundred dollars strike <laughs> on Friday. I'll short Tesla on strike. Friday with the hundred dollars strike. Dude, do you want to lose everything? Because that's how you lose everything. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, staying alone on Tesla options is like two point True. Happy or homeless. Well, there was that uh, one guy who had the price target of like two seventy or something like that for Tesla. Still, like to this day. Well, there's that guy posted on WSB, WSB like last week that he's still shorting Tesla, and he's like down a million. And that was last week. <laughs> Dude, I remember. I remember whenever I first like found out about Wall Street bets, I was looking at. Uh... Oh, I was just going through the thing, and I saw this dude who had Tesla calls from like early November, December. I think it was early December, and I was looking, and it was around February 18th, right before the big drop, and he was up so much, it was insane. I was like, holy cow! And you know, of course, that made me be like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be just like that. I'm gonna be a profitable trader, mm-hmm. and then here I am, losing everything. <laughs> it's great. That's the thing. Like Wall Street, me? Wall Street bets is a bunch of fucking idiots. Like, let's let's be honest here. A lot it of really us, is. a lot of us in in our specific Discord may have like come from there and there. Ninety percent of the fuck are just idiots. They make dumbass bets, which is hey, Wall Street deaths. What's up, baby? Like they just they they're the difference is they're okay to lose it all. I think that's the big difference. I mean, I guess I'm okay with losing too since I've lost everything. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> are we supposed to, uh, to discuss Marley? Oh. No. <laughs> no. Say what? There's a reason if this channel is locked. Uh, all right. Guess what? Are you not looking at the Discord right now? Oh, no, I'm outside smoking. Wow, what a degenerate Alabama's. I know. I'll put it up on my uh, my channel or my phone. I got something to ask about the project- protections, because I don't know all about it because I'm not American. But mm-hmm. stopping people from getting fired, is it just terminations? Is that it? People can't be terminated due to COVID. They can only be laid off right now. That's, so, that's correct. Yeah, it's, it's related to COVID. There's a couple of things happening. It's there like there's some businesses that accepted loans like at the beginning of this the and PPT? then yeah, the PPT and that's expiring soon too. And then there's also some people that are just firing people because of Q3. These are the yep. numbers that could be like god awful for some of these businesses. They need to save money. Yep, they need to get the books in order somehow. Yeah. Five Below even has $5 shipping. Oh my god. I'm on their website now. I was curious. I had to pull it up. (laughs) Interesting. 
And speaking of that, I was just looking at uh, Dollar Tree. They have a website. They have a website? No joke. Yeah, I mean, they've been around forever. You can't order shit from there, can you? Yeah, you can order shaving cream. A dollar. For for a dollar, really? Free in-store pickup. What? Why would you ever do that? All right, I just want to see what the shipping price is for this. <laughs> I'm genuine. $87 later. Shaving cream is shaving cream is shaving cream. Oh, it won't let me add to cart. Okay. Why won't it let me add to cart? There's three Dollar Trees around here. You know what we need for the podcast? Sponsors. That's what we need. Let's get the Dollar Tree. <laughs> get dollar this tree. podcast is sponsored by me, who has no money or anything to <laughs> right? add or any useful service for but it's sponsored this, by me. This podcast is sponsored by GT and all the effort editing. We need like a really fast like disclaimer thing. They call us bleeding from the eyes. This is kind of off topic, but did you guys see China A50 shares? Index no. last night seven and a half percent yesterday. The fuck for what? It's above all time highs. They have completely the plague. Completely above the the fucking February highs. They have bubonic plague though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. SPX four thousand November ninth. Short China. Short China. Yee yee, brother. That's you know that's not a bad call. Short China. Never. People said short China. GSX. In fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Not after GSX. Never again. That was horrible. Bro, with the with the plague and everything, short China. Not Plague's financial advice. Issue. Do not take it as financial advice. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, disclaimer. Yeah, we gotta have that. Yeah, okay, I think so, we have it so in the beginning. China A fifty. Um, June thirtieth. It closed at thirteen nine, and then yesterday it closed at fifteen nine. Like yeah, I was gonna say they're like sixteen thousand. Yep, it's wild. That's insane. You know what's crazy, right? They're projected to have their lowest GDP, like in recorded history. Uh, I think it's the the quarter. If they, I don't even, I don't even know if they release numbers anymore. Hang whatever the doubt it. Ministry hey, of Communication. They don't says. release real coronavirus numbers, so you know it's kind of wild. Oh. All all the Chinese indexes were up about the same amount. Hang Sang's back up to what it was just bef- just at the first leg down. You know they had that dip and then recover and then dip down. Yep. They're at that first dip now. Hmm. So they had, right they, they had they had a two fifteen hundred dollar drive up yesterday too. Interesting. Dang, wow. forget short and GSX. GSX is just taking off Thursday, Friday, and today. It's like every single China stock took off because of uh, Hang That's Stang. the weirdest thing. Let's look at L- LK. LK. <laughs> Fucking LK. Meme stock of the it. year. Dang. LK Wait. went down to 116 today. Or was that before it was delisted? Again? No, they're delisted. Again? Yeah, they're they're delisted forever this time. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. dude, I I told you I've been out of the market almost three weeks now. 
So I want to know if JC Pennies is coming back. Oh. Never? I no, they fired, filed for like chapter seven, didn't they? Yeah. That, that means yeah. they're done, right? Yeah. Chapter seven yep. is done. Oh, dang. So chapter 11 is just like. They're still recovering. That's why Chesapeake's okay. What is Chesapeake yeah. doing? Chesapeake's yeah, Chesapeake is fine. If okay, I is your Chesapeake definition. Didn't they what delist Chesapeake though because they didn't want to fuck around with the bankruptcy shit again? I did not see Chesapeake delisted ever. So CHK no. halted 26 times in one day. Wait, what? 26 times or something like that. <laughs> it was something ridiculous. The fuck? Liberty and, Trip Advisor halted like five times thousand times in one day that one time listen liberty liberty trip advisor was something special i got in on that run it was great just regularly I'm, really i'm like 90 percent sure liberty trip advisor is a money laundering scheme with how you know probably. what that makes sense because there's, you know what I was... there's a couple of tickers that act similarly to this where they just pump through the roof over nothing usually after hours yep um and they all these tickers have no options equated with them Another big thing. So, like, Liberty you want was, uh... BYFC? <laughs> Fuck. The Black Lives Matters pumps were good money if you got in on them, honestly. They really were. Well, there's a second one uh, tomorrow, or Tuesday. Yeah. Every day, I was getting a notification, BYFC has gone up 10%, and then after that week, every day I got one, BYFC has gone down 10%. What is BYFC? Um, some black-owned financials or something. Interesting. Yeah, I got pumped really big because of that. Yeah, the BLM day. Juneteenth. And now there's another one. If you go on Twitter and you search up BYFC, everybody's just pumping it so blatantly, so illegally. It's not illegal. Okay. It's not illegal if there's a reason, like exactly. conveniently Juneteenth pump yep. yeah. one day. My favorite, though, are the tweets of, you got to buy BYFC right now. It's your last chance before it pumps. Those are my favorite tweets. It's your last Support chance. Black Lives Matter. You got to buy BYFC. There were some people legitimately saying that. Like, let's buy Black-owned stocks in support of Black Lives Matter for Juneteenth and for Blackout Tuesday. And then so just start spamming tickers. That was that was an insane pump too. Like holy shit! Yeah, like you won was five thousand percent in one week. Yeah, something like that. I'm pretty sure those were people. Was those were not Black Lives Matters, like people. Those were people profiting off of that. Cha- uh, yeah, of over. course. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking Why wouldn't you? Listen, in life, if you see an opportunity. You gotta take, take it. it. Those people, they saw an opportunity. They're like, you know what? This company, I mean, it's it's a Black Lives Matter company, huh? Yeah, it was if a it was I a three hundred percent bump. No, no, they're like, if I throw out there that we need to support this by buying this stock, and all these Robinhood traders and people who want to be, you know, like, oh, I'm not racist. I own BYFC. Like that equates to anything. <laughs> but they come in and they buy that, and then you know the original person's like, all right, you know, I made four hundred percent because. You know, I was like, oh, hey, guys, you need to be 
an activist. You need to show that you're not racist by owning this stock. If anybody ever comes up to you and accuses you of being racist, just whip out your like, Robin no, I'm in BYFC. And be like, look, look, look at my Robin Hood. I have BYFC. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing against the, the Black Lives Matter movement. Personally, I am for it. Just, you know. But uh, the whole BYFC pump was just <laughs> absolutely incredible. Of course, just in time for Juneteenth. And it was on like the day of too. That was a crazy part. Mm-hmm. Like at least you won. I, I actually got into you won like one share because it entrusted yeah. too much. I think it, it went up over the course of the week because people were like, hey, you got to get prepared for Juneteenth by you won. Yeah. So is this a new thing, like a new strategy? We do this every year. Just put it in your calendars. Yeah. It's an idea. Yeah, like for, uh, let's see, what's the next holiday? Canada Day. By Tim Hortons. <laughs> Canada Day. <laughs> maple leaves out of here. I was July 1st, so. American Eagles are where it's at. Fuck maple I like how, I like how nobody cared that Canada Day was around. So, you know, it's like July 1st, as Marley just said. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I had then, no idea. You know, July 1st is just three days before 4th of July. That's all that exactly. is. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't, what is Canada Day? Is that like when Canada was created? Uh, yeah, it's a bunch of maple leaves. Canada. Blame Canada. 18-something, 1867 or something. 1867. Hmm. Many, many years. What they do during Canada Day is they go... Yeah, what do you, yeah, what do, they, you do? They, they buy out all the maple syrup. And they rub it all over their bodies and then go rub it, roll in the snow and then lick it oh, off themselves. <laughs> Barbecue and fireworks things, you guys. Huh. Interesting. That's boring, Marley. You guys are supposed you Canadians, you're supposed to be interesting. Not normal. You guys like made a giant rubber duck with your tax dollars that floated around and then deflated and was a complete waste that of money. But I mean, one fucking state, dude. Listen, it's, it's Canada, okay? It's like the Florida of countries. It's just gotta... You're not wrong. They gotta You're do their wrong. thing. They gotta be crazy. They gotta do weird things like rub maple leaves on themselves and say A <laughs> and sorry and you know, all that weird stuff. Marley, do you ever tell anybody sorry when they bump into you? You bump sorry. into them. Or... Yes. Yes, he does. Marley's yes, a good lady. I, I do apologize to people. Crazy, I know. I I, I approve <laughs> of that. Good on you, Marley. Way to be. Okay, so do you do you like overly apologize to people? Because I read somewhere, and I'm not sure if this is true or not, but I read that like they're making sorry not a confession of guilt in Canada or something like that, just because of how much it said. Been a thing forever. I see. So, like, do you overly apologize? I don't know. Do you shoot up schools? <laughs> no, not me personally. I'm but sure you know you a couple personally people apologize. No, why would I know people that shoot up schools? I'm homeschooled, Just... or I was. So, you know, get wrecked, nerd. Get That's wrecked. why you're a fucking weirdo. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what's funny? Is at college nobody can like ever guess it. I'll tell them and they're like, "What? What? I thought you were supposed to be weird and antisocial." I was like, "Yeah, me too." But here we are. 
next next podcast I would like to be a part of. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go on Twitch. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna pump stocks and we're gonna go on Twitch. Watch as they go start up. Pumping stocks. We need to live also, stream so we can watch the stocks while that's we pump. The thing. So okay, and then we also no, need so. security cameras and we need to feed the live feed of the security cameras <laughs> so we can watch the black vans roll up to our houses and throw us in the back of them and people on Twitch can see that. That's quality content. So I can I can get this, you know, done on Twitch. We can get our webcams in Discord. I could set it all up to split them up in Twitch on Streamlabs OBS and it it'll look fucking amazing. And I could have like fucking flow algo or cheddar flow or something in the background for no reason at all because it'll be, you know, not trading hours. But can I interject? What's up? If half the people on this podcast don't actually want to give their names, then why would they want to show their faces? Like, I'm good with giving my face and name and whatnot, but like we GT... Can, we can blur it. It's cool. We're going to give them like a super deep voice like they do on the uh, crime <laughs> shows. And be like, this is GT. And just like it. black out their fucking face and shit. Just be like, like a shadow. Like Avatar. I fear nothing, <laughs> but that thing it scares me. <laughs> um, I mean, we're, like, I'm fine. I'm comfortable with getting on camera. Uh, I don't care. I'm I'm sexy as shit, so it doesn't bother me. I'm gorgeous. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm like, good. I've accepted thing. it. I... Like, fish fear me, women want me. I mean, I've accepted <laughs> it. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm comfortable with it. Fish in Texas. Of Do what? what? You guys have lakes down there. It's just fucking what? inhabitable desert. It's Listen, not the whole state I'm is in not the, a desert, man. The part of the state that I'm in is absolutely a desert. And there's like no water. It rains like maybe <laughs> once a year. However, we do still have lakes somehow. I don't ever go to them because, you know, they're like an hour away. But we have lakes. Whenever I lived in Oklahoma, that state has a ton of lakes. I think Oklahoma actually has the most man-made lakes of any state. So we had a lot of lakes there. We used to go to those pretty pretty often i haven't been fishing in years though but i've you know i was dangerous enough when i was fishing that the fish fear me it's just it's continuous respect oh man well futures are dumping. i'm just gonna say that futures are dumping right now get wrecked marley let me look at this i gotta i gotta look at this you you gay bulls really that's nothing Oh like, snap! It's down 023 percent. Heck yeah! Oh no, not 0.23. Oh no, just buy the dip and then wait for three a.m. <laughs> like, we've seen Dude, this real, like, I should log into my paper trading and just straight up just buy the dip right now. Like that 0.23 is as low as it's gonna get. Jay Powell's gonna come in and he's gonna print money and it's just that's just how it goes. Oh man. Well, with that futures update, ah, oh, man, it's already recovered 0.02%. Dang it, Marley. No, <laughs> now it's recovering more. Marley, yeah, Marley, stop it. Marley, are you playing futures or what? Just on paper. Just on paper. Just stop on paper. It. Stop making them go up. I have like three points. Yeah, worth like Marley. 30 bucks. We need to get yeah. silent in here. Silent's futures master. Fuck that guy. Holy shit. Oh, dude. It's recovering. Good grief. Stop what it. Is it. Stop what is it? it. He's up 50K now or something? I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's nuts. I can't he needs like to teach me. I just buy the dip and then wait for the morning to happen 
3 a.m. to happen. So then you just hopefully gain profit. It only works until it doesn't. Like that June 8th or something, I paper traded futures. And I think I lost my entire account. Like whatever profit I gained, like it was like 20K in paper. I just lost it all one night. That's insane. It's like meatball theory. It works till it doesn't. That never works. That never works, first of all. Hey, meatball Meatball theory theory worked just fine. Meatball theory was great. No, the it works all the time. The Name the last time it worked. Right? It had to be at least a month ago, maybe two months ago. It was. It was, it was in June. like maybe. I it think was it legit, might have been not May. Like one it was, day might have been June. May. Yeah, I think there is the way. For Meatball those of you, it's not the way. <laughs> this is the way. The theory is that uh, if futures are down, then. Eventually, spy is going to go positive, and if futures are up, eventually spy is going to go negative, which I kind of agree with. I, I my variation of the theory is that if we if spy opens highly positive, that's very likely to retest the previous lower fib, Fibonacci range. It's like a calculation, I guess. That's probably the best way to describe it. It's like yeah, no, that's, that's, but yeah. That's so that's the. That's a theory. If it if it it's if it's very high at the open, then it'll normally retest that lower fib, and then you can buy the dip. Same thing with the reverse, and that's been holding true since like the beginning of time. It was very prevalent in May because people didn't didn't have any faith in the the bull run really. So it would gap up overnight, and people would just profit take immediately. And it would just drill down into negative even from the previous close, and then it would close, and then it would close that day above though, because then people would buy it up again. And that one like, works. That was like all of May. You could just buy a call, sell it at open, boom, buy another one, and sell it open. It seemed constant, like four to five days were gap ups. Wild times. I miss the days of everything just dumping, and I just bought puts in anything and made money. How does people being evicted affect the market, though? Honestly, I don't think it does. What? What, are, do, you, what are you talking about? Actually, way back, way back, first point with the eviction protections being gone. How would that affect the market? I don't think it would. It wouldn't. Listen, human sacrifices please the line. Unemployment numbers are high, stonk go up. Unemployment numbers are low, stonk go up. CNBC will find a headline somehow. I'm like, oh, unemployment numbers are low, so people hope that this is the worst. Unemployment numbers are high. People hope that this is the worst. It's not going to get any worse. I mean, let's let's be honest here. CNBC news headlines are jokes, and that's just that just shows you where we're at. Nothing matters. You know, you're not wrong in that sense. To be honest, like the unemployment numbers, I I feel haven't completely uh, fucked with the market. I think they have made somewhat of a difference, but I mean it's all it's all personal feeling. I have no data to go by. I just I don't know, man. Shit's just fucking crazy. Headlines are just equating news to price action. Yeah. Time. I mean, uh, why did Spy dump today? Oh, it's because unemployment was a miss. Like, yeah. And then people buy that. And they're like, okay. Well, it depends. Like there was. Yeah, it's uh... not everything, but. It seems to be more often than not lately. 
Yeah, like I see like maybe 80% of the time that's true. But then there's a 20% where there was like that gap up in uh, early June. Like there's a there's been a couple news related gap ups and gap downs over the course of our recovery. I'd say there's more I mean, buying there's more buying with good news than there is selling with bad news. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. I agree. Well, whenever we uh, had the unemployment numbers before, I mean, literally gapped up like every single Thursday that they're released in the beginning. I don't know if it's because they were pumping or what it was, but I mean, every single Thursday we would we'd go green off unemployment and they'd come up with some excuse as to why it was green. Well, it's because this is a sham market uh, orchestrated by the Fed. Oh, yes, it's rigged. It's rigged. It's rigged. <laughs> Only j knows what's going to happen. Somebody my money, playbook. It's rigged. It's yeah, all it's rigged. rigged. Oh, Hashtag yeah. rigged. Hashtag SEC or SJ Pal. He's printing millions of dollars. Please stop. Oh, my God. He's only printing millions. Don't worry. Only millions. <laughs> yeah, only, only, millions. millions. <laughs> only millions. I don't want to get him in there for the trillions, so we're just going to say millions. Maybe he'll only serve like seven life sentences instead of 25. Jesus. He can't serve a license because he'll live forever. That's true. <laughs> Him and the Queen of England. <laughs> oh, well, on that note, I think this is as good a time as any to end the podcast. So thank you all for tuning in for this extra long podcast because we got off topic so much. And just enjoy your trading. Try not to lose all your money. And we'll see you next week. This is Burb, and I'm signing off. Are you guys going to say your names? And oh, say yeah. It? Yep. David fucking drunk. <laughs> Goodbye. Permable Marley, as Burb would say. Goodbye. Go along. And as always, this is GT Gold signing off. <laughs>